Lyette the knight, Rena the midwife, Timro the farmer, and Gavin, Sheena, and Everest the children. Those were all who remained of the original party of forty that had first formed, according to Lyette. Six children dead and thirty-eight adults, though we had only known the sixteen who remained when we met them in the inn. None of the children had parents anymore, and none of the adults had families. I looked from stark face to stark face, allowing myself to fully understand what was represented by the threat of the hungering. Each set of eyes told a story, each scar and bruise held a deep meaning. I had encountered bad people many times in the world, and people who had made decisions for the wrong reasons, but the hungering were the first group I had ever encountered that seemed bent on such malicious destruction. They cared not whether they killed man, woman, or child, as long as it was meat to feed their masses. They did not seek to conquer and acquire, but to destroy and feast. Lyette walked up next to me. We were lucky last night. His voice was pitched low. They didn't send any of the spellcasters. They probably would have if we'd stayed another night. Spellcasters? I asked, remembering the time I'd sailed the ocean and come across the scout boat of Hungering, with its sails filled with blue energy. I remembered as well the creature that had stood upon the deck and cast molten fire down upon our ship's crew. There are not many of them, but they can control fire and manage the black drakes they use as transportation. One of them wiped out half of our advanced defense when they came. We were unprepared. Lyette's voice was heavy with memory. Will we be able to exit the city today? I asked, seeking to change the direction of conversation. I wasn't certain we would survive another night within the city walls. Lyette nodded. I'm taking us to a guardsman's exit. We should be there in another hour or two at this pace. From there, it's open country. He looked to silent. We'll need him to find the king's forces, though. I don't know to where they retreated. Silent will be fine and can direct us from there. He just needs some time to rest and heal. It's difficult to kill a knight of Ethan, I answered, and for a time we walked on in silence, though I sensed there was something Lyette wanted to say or ask. He had a pensive look about him, weighted by curiosity. He feared me, but at the same time felt a companionship forged through shared battle. It was a condition that happened to those who fought together, but his sense of camaraderie was halted by my status, at least in his eyes, as a knight of Ethan, and possibly as a monster. Why do you and Malice have eyes full of color, like the king, and not the black eyes like all the other knights of Ethan? He finally asked, breaking the long silence. He quickly added, If you don't mind me asking, I don't mean to impose, it's just I've never seen anything like it before, Sierra. He used the formal title for the knights of Ethan again. It was one that no one ever used for me before I'd met him. I found it uncomfortable, possibly more so than the name given to me by Lucidil, Noble. That's difficult to explain, Lyette, I said, and noticed that the young knight seemed to deflate. I went on so as not to squelch the nerve it took to breach the subject in the first place. When we rise to become knights of Ethan, our lives are joined with those of another. If that bond is exceptionally strong, then the color of our eyes will be bright. If the bond is not strong, then the color of our eyes will be black. Lyad seemed to cheer up a little at this. He had fought bravely, and I didn't think it my right to deny him the answer to a question. I didn't intend to explain to him the full ramifications of the bond created between a future knight of Ethan and the Uliana bound one, 
but if he would be happy with a shortened version, that I could offer. It is strange that the more knights do not have colored dyes, Lyat said after a short time. There he touched on a sensitive subject. The bonding is a difficult process and does not lend itself to forming close friendships most of the time. Malice and I had unusual circumstances surrounding our bonding. I said, clipping my tone a little. I had said all I was willing to say on the subject, and without being rude, I wanted Lyette to understand that. He seemed to, for he did not speak of it again. We progressed in grim silence. That trek out of the city was harrowing. As burdened as Malice and I were, and as tired, any situation in which we needed to fight would likely have cost us our lives. With Lyette leading, however, we encountered no enemies. We made it safely to the city wall, as Lyette had predicted we would.